Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Welcome back to show number 56 of the Excel in Retirement Show. My name is David Treese, and I will be your host. As always, we are thankful that you have carved out a few minutes to listen to our show. My goal with the show is to distill a couple financial planning ideas that can help you excel in retirement. We're going to have a two-part show today. We're going to talk about uh, a, a thought process I recently had, then cover some current events at the end of the show. It's so predictable. It's so hard to start again. Everything inside of me doesn't want to start the process again. I told you a while back I got busy and had quit running. I needed to start back. I feel better. My mood is better and my clothes fit better when I'm running. We've had a pleasant spring here in the upstate of South Carolina and early summer has been pretty good too, but by afternoon it is hot and humid here most days. So if I don't run in the morning, it's going to be really hard to go out there and run in 85 or 90 degree weather. It gets it's, Last week we had a 60 degree morning and even got down in the 50s, but here this week it's been 70s or so early in the morning around 6 or 7 when I try to go. So that's, uh, that's ideal. And if I don't go before work, it's probably not going to happen because I'm pretty worn out by the time I get done with work. And so I've got to go in the morning. So this requires setting my alarm a little bit earlier, a lot of earlier really, <laughs> and starting the painful process of conditioning my body for running. Admittedly, I talk myself out of running some mornings and make excuses, don't we all? My bed is alluring and it's warm. What helps me get out of bed, though, is committing to meet another guy to run together because I'm not going to cancel somebody at the last minute and stay in bed. It's accountability in its most basic form. After a few days of running, something magically happens, though. It's, sometimes it's more than a few days. Maybe it's a few weeks, but since I have a base from the past, it, it only takes me a week or two. But something magically happens. It happened yesterday for me. It happens with most forms of exercising, too. The pain and agony of the discomfort shifts to enjoyment. And with running, it typically means I start running faster and my body feels more comfortable. My feet aren't hurting and they're, they're getting used to running and my body's just used to it. And so it becomes more enjoyable and you're able to breathe better and so on. How many times do we cut ourselves short by not starting? If I don't start running... I'll be less healthy, and my body basically begins a process of atrophy. We know that if we're not moving our body, that we're basically just allowing ourselves to atrophy and to shrink into nothing. Our pastor this past Sunday gave a mid-year update on where the church was in regards to giving, growth, and some building plans and church planning. Our church has been remarkably successful 
And he said it would be easy to sit back on our laurels at this point and enjoy it and just care for ourselves. You know, that would be the easy thing to do. But he explained that we are called to do more and to plant other churches to extend the reach of our church into new communities. He explained that's how we continue to receive God's blessings on our church. Slowing down and sitting around really isn't a combination for success in any equation during our lives. We can look at it so many times when we sit down and we get comfortable and we do nothing. That is not a winning situation for most people. We have been blessed with our time here on earth, and in order to make the most of it, we have to be doing or becoming the kind of person we should be. I think financial planning, this, this can be analogous with, with, ta- with uh, financial planning also. We all know that if we start saving for retirement in our 20s, we are equipping ourselves for success down the road. But we put off and we put off and avoid the discomfort of having a little bit more taken out of our paycheck or putting some money away. And what we do is we do what we've always done. We may learn this behavior from those around us and replicate it for better or worse. Sometimes we've been around really good savers and our family uh, has been good about that. And so we replicate those ideas. But sometimes it's the other way. As we approach retirement, having a written plan in place becomes very applicable so that we can make logical decisions. It may not be the most fun thing, but I think it's a lot more fun than doing our taxes. (laughs) I think it's a lot more fun planning how we're going to approach the next years of our life. I enjoy planning, and I enjoy having an approach to what we're doing and not just winging it. I am not one to wing a situation. I want to have a well-thought-out plan in place and go through what it's going to be like before I get there. That's how I feel most prepared. When we have a written plan like this and we haven't put that off, we have a guide for how and why our money is allocated the way that it is. Oftentimes people come in and they don't really know why their money is allocated the way that it is. If they had a written financial plan stating what they were trying to do, they would be able to fall back on that and explain why their money is invested the way that it's invested. When we help people with a written financial plan, we look for ways to optimize what you're doing, and we also look for common pitfalls that people often face on their path to retirement or in retirement. There's no cost for this, and there's no obligation to hire us. We'd be happy to help you with a written retirement plan, even if you choose to not do business with us. We'll help you develop your plan completely for free. Just, re- just uh, send us an email. You can email me at connect at clientsexcel.com or you can call our office at 864-641-7955 and we'll help you schedule a time to, to talk about this further. We work with clients from all over and we'd be happy to, if you're not in our local area, to schedule a Zoom call and go over these things and, and help you understand our investing philosophy there. Okay, let's transition to the next segment of the podcast today. I'm going to talk about a few current events before I let you go. Inflation is the top of the headlines, and the Federal Reserve that sets our monetary policy here in America specifically had a, a meeting last week where they addressed inflation and what they thought might happen. And the big talk was, will interest rates go back up? And basically, the Federal Reserve punted and said that we may raise rates in 2023. Can you imagine being able to put off such a major decision 
for two years and say, oh, we're not going to make that decision. We're going to wait two years. We know that things will likely change in the next two years. And that was just the forward uh, position that the, that the Federal Reserve gave to us uh, for the public to, to understand what was going on or that was their position. There's been a surge of uh, retirements during this pandemic also, and it's throwing a wrench in our economic recovery. A quote from a recent article, and I'll link to it in the show notes, this is an extraordinarily unusual time, and we really don't have a template for any experiences of this situation, said uh, the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. I expect to see an increase of supply over the coming months. I can't give you an exact time. And so the Fed really doesn't know what's going on with the economy and doesn't really know what's going to go on with interest rates. It's my belief that when interest rates go up, there's going to be a lot of volatility in the market and we're going to see a lot of big swings and gyrations in the market. And I think that the Federal Reserve is very aware of that and that's why they are uh, saying that their interest rates are not going to go up. My belief on that comes from 2018, where we saw when the Federal Reserve did start trying to raise interest rates, what ended up happening. Big gyrations in the market. And so they are certainly trying to avoid that at all costs. Uh, the good news is for home builders that lumber prices seem to have entered a bear market and they're down over 20% from their peak. From an article I'll put in the show notes, as the cash price of lumber, what sawmills charge distributors and wholesalers continues to slide, it should, industry insiders tell Fortune, begin to be reflected in the aisles of big box uh, stores like Home Depot and Lowe's. So those do-it-yourselfers that are looking for lumber, along with home builders, are due for some price relief. That will be good for, uh, for lumber prices. And so that has come down. American workers are also quitting their jobs at the highest rate in the last two decades. I'm actually hearing this from folks uh, that I speak to on a weekly basis. Many people are looking for a way to retire. The wave of resignations marks a sharp turn from the darkest days of the pandemic when many workers craved job security, the article states, while weathering a national health and economic crisis. Several factors are driving the job turnover. Many people are spurning a return to business as usual, preferring the flexibility of remote work, or are reluctant to be in an office before the virus is vanished, it said. So that is, uh, that's a few events here. Uh, interesting tidbit here. If you had invested in Berkshire Hathaway, that's Warren Buffett's company. If you had put $100 in Berkshire Hathaway in 1959, take a guess at how much it would be worth today. If you guessed $26.2 million, you would be correct. So there's some highlights from the week as far as from our financial news. I hope that's been helpful and insightful for you. We're always willing to be a resource for you. We are rapidly expanding and growing. This year has been a great year for our firm, and we are taking on a few more clients this year. If you'd like to talk about what that looks like, please give us a call at 864-641-7955. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. 
Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.